Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sitchin and Down and Melon Mandari. We will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Melon Bandari. And I'm sucking it out. And in today's episode, we are going to be covering the NBA Finals. Alright, so let's get into it. Okay, so the NBA Finals. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks managed to pull out the win in six. Managed to pull out the win yesterday, and in six games, they ended up winning the NBA championship, completely proving uh, me and Millen, along with many many others, wrong. And our predictions for this series uh, were wrong. So now, Millen, uh, what are your feelings on the Milwaukee Bucks winning this game, and what are your feelings on Giannis? and the role that he played in these finals. I mean, at first, everyone thought he'd be injured, and he did have to sit out a third of all the games in the finals, but he dropped 50 in the championship-winning game and is most likely going to end up winning finals MVP. Well, um, he did win finals MVP, Sushin. And I, he, I think that the Bucks, while I am disappointed, they played an incredible. They played an incredible season. Like they played an incredible season, both playoffs, and um, both both in the playoffs and in the regular season. They dominated the playoffs. While they had some close calls against Brooklyn and against um, and against Atlanta, they powered through and they gave Atlanta a fight and they won four games in a row. Also, Sachin, he did not sit out two games. He sit he sat out the last two games in Atlanta, but he did not sit out any games in the Phoenix series. So during the series, Giannis averaged 38 points per game, two blocks, a steal, and five assists with 12 rebounds. So quite frankly, Giannis was dominant on, on the offensive side and on the defensive side. There was nothing that anybody could do to stop Giannis. He was just a force to be reckoned with. Also, he put up one of the best game scores of all time, 42 points. All right, Sachin, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I am a bit sad that the Suns didn't end up winning this, but I really think the Bucks deserved this championship. Um, now, I think that it's... It's kind of silencing a lot of different rumors that we had about the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo that, you know, they were more of a regular season team than they were a playoffs team or that, you know, they couldn't really make it. uh, They couldn't really do anything when it counted in the playoffs. They didn't really show up when it counted. Um, And that a a lot of people speculated that Giannis would be moving uh, to a different team, although at this point, I think it's highly unlikely he will end up leaving the Milwaukee Bucks, um, especially because he got his championship that he so desired. Um, Now, also, I think legacy uh, is extremely important. Um, Now, if Giannis just moved over to a winning team and kind of like Kevin Durant did um, and won a championship like that, he wouldn't have nearly as good a legacy. And, the fact that he stayed with his team despite so many rumors going around, despite the Bucks failing him so many times, 
Um, and he managed to get a championship with them. I think that is really, really respectable. And I think that this is going to do wonders for his legacy and also his all-time ranking. Um, now, Millen, what are your thoughts on that? And where do you think he will end up ranking all-time, um, just out of pure speculation, after his career is over? I mean, I hope that this year was a preview of what's to come. So, quite honestly, I can fairly assume that Giannis will have two more championships under his belt, if not more. And while I do think that his days of winning MVP are over, as he's now exit, he's now entering the second half of his career. From now, he's not going to be as athletic, but he he has two MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year. Let's assume he has three championships in years to come. So definitely, he might when all said when all is said and all is done. He might be the greatest power forward in NBA history. He might even surpass Tim Duncan, who is the consensus to many people, the best power forward ever to do it. So yeah, it all depends on scenarios, but he might, he might. But all time, including all positions, top 10 player, definitely. Right now, he's easily a top 50 player of all time, but... If he can, by the end of his career, if he can keep up these insane numbers, he can definitely make it to a top 10. Sachin, and this might be a bit controversial, but if Giannis wins, if Giannis wins two more championships, he might be better than Steph Curry. He might. Sachin, what's your take on that? I have a lot of things to say. Um, One, I don't think he will end up being better than Stephen Curry even putting away any biases I have. Um, Stephen Curry, I mean, yes, Giannis has done really amazing things, and I'm sure that he will continue to do amazing things in this league. Uh, But Stephen Curry, at the end of the day, is one of those really, really few people who have changed the game, have fully changed this game. And I think Stephen Curry is going to remain as one of the best players of all time, and overall, he will probably remain as a better player. But than such, you but such, a, maybe such that's a, my bias say, speaking. You, but... you, you say that you're putting away your bias, but then you literally say he is one of the. Then you say I think that he's one of the greatest players of all time. That is, that is a biased statement by the nature of it, Sachin. So, fair enough. I'm but just... I mean, yes, stats-wise, it doesn't reflect, but. I mean, come on, you haven't really seen a player like Stephen Curry who's completely changed how the game is played. I Michael mean, Jordan, pre- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem Chamberlain, LeBron James. <laughs> I wouldn't say uh, that they changed. Kevin Durant? I know Kevin, that Kevin Durant is the, the one other player? person. Yes, I would say he's another person. I'd say Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Dirk Nowitzki Kevin Durant. Those are some players who have also changed the game, but they are LeBron one of the very few. The I don't think I don't know if LeBron changed the game. I would say he's better than Kevin Durant overall in his career. Um, his career is better than Dirk Nowitzki's, and he's probably his career has so far been better than Stephen Curry's. I'll admit that, but LeBron didn't change the game like they did. Now, because of Kevin Durant and how he's done in this league, 
it's almost a requirement for NBA teams going into the draft that they need to be tall, they need to be able to have an insane inside game and slashing game, and they still need to be able to shoot. Also because of Dirk Nowitzki. Because of Dirk Nowitzki and I'll say Luka Doncic too at this point, um, his impact will come more in the future. Uh, Players are looking to draft more um, foreign players, more players from Europe. So I think they also have changed the game in that kind of sense. But LeBron James, he didn't really do that. I mean, yeah, he surpassed everyone's expectations. No, no, but I wouldn't say I'll tell he, you why. I'll tell you he why altered LeBron the James looks of NBA did. players. I'll tell you why LeBron James has changed it. All right, just when you think of when you think of basketball, everybody knows who LeBron James is. And while he didn't change how the game is played, he changed the game. He spread basketball throughout the world. Everybody knows who LeBron is. He's made bas- basketball, agree, in- but. I'm he, talking. He, he invented the super team. He he made he just a, he, he made a simple free agency. Such and he made a simple free agency decision. The decision, one of the greatest, like, I know. one of the greatest moments in NBA history. He has definitely spread basketball. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna undermine that fact. He has spread basketball. I would not say he created the super team. Some people argue that the Celtics are a super team. I'll kind of give them that credit. But you already had people like the Lakers, like the 04 Lakers, who were supposed to go far. But there was a lot of drama and there wasn't much chemistry. But that, you have to say, was a super team. I mean, come on. There is no way to argue that the 04 Lakers would not be considered a super team. And I'm going to go back a, li- a little bit earlier to what you were talking about with Giannis. Um, uh, yeah, he's not really in his second half of his career, and I would say that he is going to remain just as athletic, if not maybe a bit more athletic for a couple more years, because he's 26 years old, keep in mind, so he's still well, he hasn't even started in his prime yet, he's not, he's not even like 28, 29, he's not even in his prime yet, he's just starting out, so I would say he is a lot more athletic years ahead of him. And I'd say that he is going to continue to scare people every time he starts barreling towards the basket for a long, a long time. So I wouldn't completely agree with that statement. But um, everything else pretty much that you've said about Giannis, I can I can agree with. Um, but, I mean, I I think that he hasn't, he honestly is not really a game changer. He's he's spread the game. LeBron James has spread the game, um, you know, but he hasn't really changed. And he's iconic. He's synonymous with basketball at this point. Um, as you said, pretty much everyone knows him at this point. Um, I have one more but- point for you, Sachin. Sachin. Um, what LeBron did with the decision is he gave um, before – free agency decisions weren't in the hands of the players it were it was the teams that made the decisions to sign players they didn't really have a say but when LeBron did it he changed the way that basketball is navigated he changed the way that that teams handle their players no, for sure for sure knowing that he they kind of started that power to the players movement I I would agree but I'm talking on like a complete fundamental basis of how people look at the game, how players look at it, how franchises look at it. I would say that Stephen Curry has really been one of those huge impactors of it. I mean, the three-point line wasn't even a thing when basketball started out when the NBA was young. That 
that wasn't even a thing. And it was looked at when it was introduced as, you know, kind of a liability. It wasn't a thing that you would look at um, as, okay, I should definitely start taking these shots. Everyone was like, oh, okay, it's useless. It's a big risk. And it wasn't really used. Stephen Curry completely weaponized the three-point line. And now look at teams. Now look at them. I mean, you have many players shooting like 50% of their shots are three points at this point. So, and I mean, you have player, you have young players, you have young people chucking up like half courts and trying to be like Curry. Like, that's what it's become at this point. Well, it's such a, such a, Curry. well I think that Steph Curry definitely changed the game. I think that you got it wrong. He, he changed the way that the point guard position is played. That's what he changed. He didn't change the way that basketball was played because that three-point line that became to important Suns. to teams as a whole, not I, just I for guards. The they don't look for three-pointers and only guards anymore. The centers are being asked to know how to shoot the three-point. The team that I think that the team that brought three-point three-point shooting like commonly to the NBA was the Phoenix Suns. Back when it was Steve Nash, Amari, yeah, Steve the Nash, seven seconds or less Phoenix Suns, uh, they they played a part in that. But I don't think any won. individual they player has done what Stephen Curry has done. Their three point line, there was a massive influx of threes taken after Curry's um, famous seventy three nine MVP season. People were starting to look at the three point line differently. And centers were being at different positions were being asked to shoot the ball from that far. And as I said, it's not just NBA players, it's other kids, it's other people who don't who aren't in the NBA, who are in smaller leagues, or maybe not even Italy, just playing around because they want to. They're also doing the same thing. So by saying change the game, I'm not just talking about the NBA. LeBron James started that kind of powers of the players movement where players now have a say in where they go and they have more power in these instances, right, over their teams. But he didn't change how the game of basketball available to everyone, not just NBA players, was played. And that's something that Curry did. That's something that prospects look at for people who but are all those people such and all those people that were that were playing the game the way that curry did it all those people wouldn't have the opportunity to play basketball if it wasn't for how lebron james made it an international sport you're talking about all these people in italy but those people wouldn't wouldn't basketball wouldn't be as popular there if it wasn't for lebron in the first place so while this this, this discussion has gotten a bit um out of hand like we're taking tangents, but what I'm trying to say is um, Giannis might might make might, might be better than Steph Curry when it's all said and done. And while yeah. you can disagree with that, it's quite a possibility. Just saying, if I would agree get, that it's a possibility. If he can get three more um, championships, he's automatically better than Steph Curry. If he can get four rings, there's no question. He has I don't rings. think that getting four rings could will solidify for sure that he's better than Stephen Curry. Also, I don't know if he will end up achieving um, that accomplishment of getting four rings. Uh, very coveted and very rare accomplishment. Uh, there aren't many out of every NBA player to ever step on the court and lace up. I do not think that there are many with four or more rings. So I don't know if he will ever end up achieving that. Um, but one thing that will definitely help his legacy is the fact that he stayed with one team. Um, and I mean, journeyman, even players, good star players 
who have moved around to multiple different teams when it sees fit. Like Kevin Durant, great player, still awesome legacy, completely agree. He has rings, he has an MVP, he has scoring titles, he's a unicorn. He helped revolutionize the game for bigs and how that and how they should play the game. Completely agree. His legacy is amazing, but if you take away um, his MVPs or his scoring titles, right, and just make it a player who's moved around to teams and gotten some rings for that, do you think that that would be as great of a legacy as someone like Curry, who, once again, we can take away any scoring titles or MVPs or anything, who stayed with one team and earned multiple rings with them? I don't think that you can say that, that that's even comparable. I think that it's good that Giannis is staying with his one team. And I think the best bet for him is to stay with Milwaukee. I think the more moves that they make in the offseason, uh, they could get some great players and they could possibly make this into a dynasty. I don't know for sure. But I mean, considering the fact that Giannis is only 26 and he already has a ring under his belt and two MVPs, back-to-back MVPs. I think that Giannis has a really bright future. Build a solid team around him, and you have a possible dynasty. Um, But yeah, I think that is going to wrap up today's episode of the Daily Post podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week.